When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Or should I say, I'm feeling a little different today. I'm not going to lie. I, I, Country Club Rogers, everybody. Country Club Rogers. <laughs> it's my preference that if none of you look me in the eye for the rest of the day, that if, if you guys just gaze at the floor or just, just don't meet my gaze, I, I would feel like that's the proper amount of respect that I deserve coming into the show today on a Tuesday. You understand? He drives a from? McLaren. <laughs> I did see one of those there yesterday. I'm sure you did. <laughs> I'm sure you did. Yeah, I think I think it was the uh, the janitors. Uh-huh. I, I think yep. it, was, uh, it was a little bit different. I, You know what I've decided? I'd really like to be a super rich guy at some point in my life. I think I'd be mm-hmm. very good at it, Al. I, I think, I, 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 first of all, I'd be generous. I, I'd, I'd, I'd treat you guys like a cup of coffee once a month. Mm-hmm. I would make sure that you in the guys beginning, get what you need. in the yeah, beginning, once in a while, just yeah. to let you know that I'm a real guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I would really I really enjoyed myself yesterday. It was it was a ton of fun. I got to hang out with Ray Diaz, who was our winner. He's Blockchain Ray on Twitter, by the way, a regular Ask Slee contributor. So okay, so he was a, he super good guy. We had a good time. We got to ride in the golf cart together all day yesterday. It was just it was fantastic, and I just feel like I'm on a higher level than you guys now. You know how people say uh, money sometimes it changes people. Right? Well, it changed me for sure. Yeah, and I, I could already tell just in the 12 hours uh, since, I don't know, probably the last shot that you took out there, I just, you know, yeah, a little different of a vibe. The way we did our uh, we did our call this morning, just kind of prepping for the show, you wouldn't even, anytime I started talking, you would just start talking over me. You're better than me. <laughs> sure, well, There yeah. were times where I, I saw you I saw you mute your Zoom and even turn off your Zoom when I was trying to make a point about something. Like, I'm not going to listen to this. What's this well, idiot talking about? First of all, I prefer that you address me as Mr. Rogers moving forward. I, I Country that- <laughs> Club Rogers. <laughs> uh, Mr. Rogers, please. Uh, and, and, and avert your gaze. I do not want you to do that. How was Just it? A, a, How it was, was great. It, it was terrific. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's true. That's one of my favorite events. So I, mm-hmm. I I always love being out there, and it was uh, it was great. I got I got a, a few notes that I'm going to sprinkle in uh, for you. The I, by the way, I have a question for Taylor at some point about the round of golf. Taylor, Taylor was not there, but he may have had some kin that were in and around Riviera yesterday. No, he could have been uh, there. He could have been there because he wasn't doing our show. Right? It was Funches and oh, Emily. Oh, interesting. You're right. Does not have an that. alibi here. I didn't tell uh-huh. you about my side gig. <laughs> yeah, well, you a little like, side hustle. You have a doppelganger knocking around Riviera Country Club. That is for sure. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear Hotline. We got a lot today, Al. Like, we, we we really haven't unpacked Emily's date from the weekend because the Rams had that bananas game on Sunday. So we got to get into that, but. It's funny. We, 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 we touched on it yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was reading this morning. I'm looking at these stories. I'm listening to Sean McVay. I'm listening to Mrs. Whitworth. I'm listening to everybody talk about these Pleading. things. Pleading. Please. It's, it's yeah. Tuesday. And it started on Sunday night about how the 49er fans, let's not let them have a repeat performance of what they did in Week 18. 
don't sell your tickets, Rams fan. That it's funny. We're not talking about Debo or Jimmy G or any of these. We're talking about hey, make sure there are more blue jerseys in the stands than red. Uh, yeah, that's not going to happen. You know, we we there, <laughs> is it that it's, simple? It's, it's, it's just <laughs> that, was, that kind of bummed me out the way you said that. Well, I'll tell you why it's not going to happen. There's a couple reasons of this, and okay, so. We saw there was an article that came out. Vivid Seats is actually projecting if it was 60% Niner fans in week 18, they're now projecting 65% Niner fans this upcoming weekend. And, you know, I think that number is, I think it's nice. Like, I don't know how else to put it. I think they're being generous Generous. when they say that because it didn't look like there was 60% Niner fans in that last game in week 18. I don't think anything is going to change, Trav. And listen, we could sit here and we could point fingers, and um, I get why Stafford and I get why Sean McVay is sitting back and saying, guys, can you please make this a Rams? Can you please make this a home game for the Los Angeles Rams? Because if the Rams win this game, all of a sudden you're in the Super Bowl. We know how uh, active Niner fans are going to be. They're, they're trying to, as best as they can, plead to Rams fans, please do not sell your tickets. And try to you know come yourself to this game and represent the Los Angeles Rams. If you're having that conversation on Monday and Tuesday, T. Raj, it's I think we already know what the result's going to be on on Sunday. Well, I I, I want to talk you out of it, Al, but I don't have a good case. I, I really don't. My my evidence is weak. My my arguments are flimsy. I, I do not have um, still some time. There's the, still the, some time. You there might be able time, to. There's, make some there's arguments. a lot of things. There's a lot of things to go into this. And, and, and I, I want to literally. I want to open this up to Rams fans, like almost right away here. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. I got a really simple question for fans. I got a really simple question for you, Al. Okay. If you sell your tickets for this game, are you a bad fan? Are you? If if you sell these tickets, because the we, we saw it like, for all the reasons that you laid out, we we saw yeah. what happened last time. And now you got a chance to go to the Super Bowl in your own backyard, by the way. Yep. And you help the 49 in whatever small way it is. And, and each person that does it, it becomes a little less small, right? If mm-hmm. it's just a few here and there, not a big deal. But a few here and there turn into a few more, turn into a section, turn into a whole area, turn into half the stadium, and we know what it goes from there. Does it make you a bad fan if you do that? 877-710-ESPN. Because there are a million reasons why. We talked about the economics, right? That you buy them for X, I can sell them for X times 300%. I can cover the cost of some of my other tickets. I'm making money on it. We talked about how LA is a city of you know basically 20 million people that mm-hmm. come from all over the place that have their own teams. The Rams, you know, we, we forget about this, and especially somebody like myself who grew up here who was a Rams fan as a kid, and who th- that was my team. So when the Rams came back six years ago, it was really easy for me to jump on board, right? When they left, I didn't really decide, oh, well, I guess I'll be a um, hmm, a Seahawks fan. It doesn't work like sure, that, right? Sure. I, was, I was a Rams fan, but when they went to St. Louis, I kind of, you know, whatever, I'm not a St. Louis Rams fan. I'm a Los Angeles Rams fan. When they came back, very easy for me to get on board. They're gone for 22 years. It's going to take some time for those roots to grow with people that are a little bit younger than I am. It's going to t- they they picked other teams. You're going to have to start the process over again. They've only been here a short period of time and I think they've done a, a, mirac- a miraculous job of creating a fan base, but that's another factor to it. You've got people that are from San Francisco and Las Vegas and Phoenix and Seattle. They live here now. So they're going to come and watch their teams play. All of this together and oh by the way the tickets are super expensive. Yep. You can offset the cost. I kind of get. I don't like it, but I kind of get it. Okay, 
first of all, there's a couple kind of layers to this. I, I think you are right. I think the biggest problem is you don't have enough Rams fans yet. You just don't. And I, I think there's a simple way to put it. It's not like the 49ers just uh, – there's some rich – rich history of the San Francisco 49ers. It's one of the most iconic brands in the NFL. The Rams, Yeah, let let me just use as an example. Rams are not USC. They're not the Lakers. They're not the Dodgers. They're not UCLA. They're they're just, they're not those franchises yet. And I I think you actually put it the best way. They've been here for now, what? Is this the sixth year now? Okay. Six years after being gone for that long, it really, really takes time to build that fan base back. Now, the one thing I'm going to give the Rams a lot of credit for, um, they're all in. Yes. They're, it's, it's not like the organization has been disappointing. No, no, no. 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 Every single year they got a shot. They're in the dance. When I'm saying in the dance as in they're in the conversation, that's big time. That is. Imagine if the Rams – let's use the Chargers as an example. Chargers have no real history in L.A., they come from San Diego. They leave a San Diego fan base that now is, uh, they feel, exactly. Then you come to L.A., and L.A.'s like, well, why are you guys here? And on top of that, it's not like you have all these great seasons where, you know, over the last five, six years that you could say Chargers are trying to, they're, they're right there to get to the Super Bowl. And this has kind of been what the Rams have wore over the last few years. The Rams, even with all that, have such an uphill battle because, it's going to take time to build that fan base, but you can't blame the organization because no. the organization has done everything well, possible to try to, you know, make this a winning product. Okay, here a couple of things going on. Number one, you have a chance to win tickets to this game tomorrow. If you listen to Travis Lee, if you listen to Sedano and Cap, Mason and Ireland, we're going to be giving away tickets. So you're going to want to listen all day tomorrow for your chance to win uh, tickets. And Travis is going to walk game. you into the game so you can't sell the tickets. Well, like here, he's here, going to hold yeah, the tickets. I'm going to hold, I, I'll hold, hold the tickets, <laughs> check you in, and you can walk through, and, and then you're good. Uh, but not before I record a, an Ask Slee on my phone. We'll do that first. Then we'll go through then the game. Then you'll go. I then might even go. buy you a beer. You know, maybe, maybe I'll, I'll treat you to, to a beer at SoFi and get you ready for the NFC Championship game. So we got that going on. Um Here's the other part, and this is exceptionally rare in sports. It really is. Fans have the, the only power, really, that fans have is their wallets, right? Like that, your decision whether or not you're going to spend your money to go watch something, whether or not you're going to spend your money to buy a jersey or a cap or a t-shirt or, or whatever it might be, right? That's your 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 power is an economic one. You don't get to call the plays. You don't get to hire the coach. Yep. You don't get to draft the players. You don't get to do any of that stuff. You can make an impact on this one. Mm-hmm. You actually can impact the game on Sunday by making a decision about how you're going to use your tickets. Right? It's so rare, Al, where you can say, you know what? I want the Rams to go to the Super Bowl, and I can actually accomplish that. And however small of a degree it might be, I can help accomplish that by making sure that I go to that game, that I'm the one there wearing a Rams jersey, that I'm screaming for Stafford and Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey and all of those guys. It's a very rare situation where a fan can have a direct outcome on the game because you don't don't get that chance almost ever. So to answer your question that you said, are you a bad fan if you sell Mm -hmm. your tickets? Um, I'm okay with saying, yeah, if you sell your, if you're a Rams fan and you decide this upcoming Sunday, you know what? I'm going to go make 
couple thousand dollars. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. I'm not telling you what to do with your money. But from a fan perspective, yeah, you, you, you have in your own little pocket and your way impacted a game. Now, how do you know if you're selling it to Niner fans? I don't have the answer to that. I don't know how that whole world works. I know that you don't. The, 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 the short answer is you don't know where they're going. Once they're out of your hands, you yep. don't know where they're going. So the best way to do it is keep them to yourself. The the trying to geo-target by credit card with your billing address, that's obviously an ineffective strategy. That's not that's not going to work because once it hits the the third-party market or whatever you call it, some of these ticket brokers, they don't care. They ain't trying to geo-target. Does that credit card work? <laughs> right. Sounds good. Where's You'll it coming pay what? from? Is You'll it Santa Clara? <laughs> is it Golden? Is it Oakland? Is it, you know, San It doesn't matter where the, the credit card's coming from. But I think it's, it's a... It's an interesting question, and it's the fact that it's a topic while we sit here. It was a topic in Week 18. It was a topic the moment you knew that the Rams beat Tampa, and it's the Niners and the Rams, and it's going to be a topic this entire week, including on Sunday and Monday after the result. Uh, that that part to me is kind of fascinating because you have two really good football teams going at it, playing each other for the third time, and we're not talking about the game yet. We're talking about who's going to be coming to the game. I, I want you to listen to Sean McVay here. Taylor, let's get Sean McVay ready to play here because I think this is, A, unusual, and B, we'll see how effective it is. Here's Sean McVay talking to Rams fans. Really grateful for those Rams fans. Hold on to those tickets, and uh, it'll be much appreciated, but uh, our guys are looking forward to putting on a good show that's a great opponent, but um, you know, can't wait to be able to do it. And don't sell those tickets. Okay, I, th- I think I think we're in a. a I'm going to split the don't hair here. Sell don't those sell the tickets. tickets. It's 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 really unusual. Mm-hmm. I, I, there's probably a different word. Uh, it's very highly, deeply unusual. Um, it comes down to this: Are you a, if you're a Rams fan, you're not selling your tickets. If you are a football fan, you probably are. Yep. If you are a fan of doing cool stuff, you probably are. If you're somebody that is driven strictly by the bottom line, you know, buy for one, sell for two, you probably are. Rams fans, I think, understand that, right? That there are. Look, first of all, it's big. It's a big place. Nearly eighty thousand seats in that place. Mm-hmm. So there's 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 all of these things. There could be, and I'm a. I'm a Chicago Bears fan, and I'll buy Rams season tickets because I live in L.A., and I'll, I'll offset the car. I get yeah, it. The but- guy called us yesterday. He's a casual football fan. He looked at it as a business perspective. Yep. Hey, I got tickets, season tickets to the Chargers and season tickets to the Rams. When those big teams come, I'm selling. Are you a Rams fan or are you a casual fan? Are you a Rams fan or are you an economics fan? Are you a Rams fan or are you just looking to, hey, you want to go do something cool on a, on a few Sundays a year? These are the questions we have. 877 877- 710 ESPN, are you a bad fan if you sell those? Plus, um, I don't know about you, Al, but yep. I've never brought paperwork to uh, a date, but Emily has now attended a date where somebody brought paperwork. That's it's coming up necessary. next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 
I'm not going to lie, Al. I am really surprised that the majority of people that I'm seeing on Twitter and the mm-hmm. majority of the phone calls that we took yesterday are, yeah, man, do your thing. If you want to sell them, sell them. Because to me, it seems kind of obvious, right? That are you a bad fan of selling tickets? Yeah, kind of, but I get it, right? Is it, it? It seems a, a little simple like that, but everybody's like, look, it's expensive. I got to pay a lot of money for these. If I can offset it, I'm going to do it. And I don't have a great reason why that's not okay other than, ah, I really wish you wouldn't. That's okay. all I got. Let me play a scenario for you. Let's say uh, Travis Rogers has four tickets to a Dodgers-Giants game. Okay. And it's game seven of the NL championship. Okay. Winner obviously goes to the World Series. Is Travis Rogers taking his entire family or a couple of buddies or something along those lines and saying, look, this is this is historic right now. It's the Dodgers and it's the Giants. And if we win this freaking game at Dodger Stadium, we are going to be in the World Series. And it's our rival, all everything that comes with it. Is Travis Rogers saying, I'm going to take those memories and I'm going to go with my fam or I'm going to go with my buddies? Or is Travis saying, hey, this is a great payday here. I'm going to go out and sell these tickets. I'm just curious your own personal opinion. That scenario that you just yep. laid out, I'm going to the game. Okay. I'm, I'm going to the game, and I'm going to have my Dodger cap on, and I'm yep. going to be screaming and yelling for Mookie Betts to hit a home run and Walker Bueller to pitch, you know, lights out. Yep. I am all in on that. And at the risk of being this guy for a second, maybe it's the, the event I went to yesterday, I also don't need to worry about offsetting the cost because, you know, let, let's say I'm just getting them for face value, and they're, yep. they're expensive. You know, in this scenario you're talking about, NLCS, Game 7, very expensive. It's not going to make or break my life, those tickets. You know what I mean? Like, So I, I'm not thinking, hey, I bought them for 100 I can sell them for 500 apiece. Now I can pay my rent. I, I, you know what I mean? I think this is a, a part of it too. But, no, for me – yeah. I'm going to that game because it's the Dodgers, because it's very important to me, okay. because I want to be there for that. Put it to you this way. Yep. Imagine, let's just flip the scenario, mm-hmm. that, that Game 7 last year was in Dodger Stadium, and you got to see Max Scherzer ring that guy up at the end of the game. You wouldn't want to be there for that? It'd be okay. amazing. There's no amount of money. Well, I shouldn't say no amount of money, but there's, pro- there's no amount of money that would probably reasonably come back that I would sell that memory for. Okay, so the reason why I set it up that way is, because it's not apples to apples. No, it's not. But even if I said the profit was the exact same, you could sell your tickets for, use that as a, there were Giants fans coming down, and it was just crazy money to go see that last game, and the profit was still the same. Mm-hmm. I still see you saying you're going to go attend the event. Oh, you want to know sure. why? You, you want to know why this is different? I don't think there are that passionate fans or number of fans that represent the Dodgers, obviously the way it represents the Rams. I don't think there's that passionate of fans that represent the Rams versus the Lakers or USC. So I use that as an example. I think there just aren't enough Rams fans that have that that inside of them that's like, no, this is this is more important to me than anything. Who knows if I'm going to run into this scenario again? And then, of course, the financial you part know, comes into it as well. Al, Al, you just said something that's really interesting that I had not considered. You, I wonder if part of this isn't, and listen, this team's really good. They're going to do this over and over again. I'll catch them on the flip. I can make how much? I'll catch them next year. That, that I, you tell me I can pay for all this. This, is, this, isn't, this does not feel like, let, let's use the Giants again. The Giants last year had that, uh, this isn't supposed to be happening. If you're the Cincinnati Bengals, let's use that. It's a better example. 
The Bengals are looking at this like, wait, hold on a second. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert. That's a pretty crowded field to navigate your way through every single season. We're a game away. I'm all in. I know that I may not get to see this again for 10 years, 15 years. Who knows how long? No way I'm selling it. I, this is fascinating. I'd never thought of this. I wonder if it's – look, the Rams were here three years ago. They're back again. They, they've got the best coach in football, arguably. They've got this. They've, I, I'll, I don't think I'll it's catch that. them later. You don't think, I don't think it's any that. component no, of that? The reason why I don't think it is because I think the same person that's selling his ticket for this Sunday, will also sell their ticket a year from now. That, that, <laughs> Maybe. that upcoming Sunday. <laughs> but what if it's not the Niners? See, this is the thing. Let's say next year it's not the Niners, but it's the, I don't know, pick a team. It's the Arizona Cardinals. Big difference. It's a huge difference. The Big money that's difference. coming in for the Cardinals is going to be nothing like this. You're a hundred. You, by the way, that part is as much of this does have to do with the supply and demand. If you don't have. Uh, you know, uh, uh, an army full of Cardinal fans coming in for that wild card game, then the ticket price is going to be the ticket price. But now all of a sudden, if you have half of the Bay Area that's saying, hey, I want to come down, right. or I already live in Southern California, I came out here for college and I stayed, or whatever the case is, then that obviously makes it a lot different. I, I think that that's a part of it. The, the opponent is what makes this so No, opponent so is different. huge. It's, Oppon- it's, if, this, if it was the Cowboys, it's probably yeah. similar. Um, you know, maybe the, maybe the Packers maybe to a point, but, you know, the, the Niner thing might is probably – other than the Cowboys, it probably drives it more than anything else. Just use this as an example, and, you know, you know this better than anybody. When the Cubbies come to L.A. to sure. go play the Dodgers, there's Cubby fans here. Absolutely. When the Red Sox are in town for an Angels game, forget it. There is no Yankees. Angel Stadium. It's it's the Red Sox, right? Yep. And Yankees are the same. The the opponent, no question about it, has a has a lot to do with it. All right, it's time for some straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. It has been a, a very long time, Al, since I've been on a first date. A very very long time. Um, you have been on a first date more recently than I have, but you've been in a long term relationship for a while. Um, is this something that happens where people bring paperwork to their first date? Because Emily went and met with Connor on Saturday, and he brought like a, a resume and some tax returns and some well, forms. I, I, first of all, let me say this, and then Emily, you can jump in. Um, the, the the man was following the procedures. He was following protocol. The, the, the protocol we set up. I mean, I don't I don't know if you remember this. But last week when this was all going down, you and I started talking about, hey, we want to see some tax returns. You know what? Are you with Fidelity? Is there another company that you're with right now that you're putting in some money How much are you uh, contributing your to your 401k? Are you at least yeah. doing the maximum matching yeah. amount? Like if, what's your, if your company matches 2%, you're putting in at least 2%, right? Of course. Okay, what's your current credit score? And show me uh, – each one of each each one any time that your credit has been hit or you opened up a new account, I want to know about it. So, I think he was really just doing what we asked him to do. Emily, is that accurate, or is this somebody that walks around with a Manila folder with all his info? I think if the scenario is that you two are my dads, he was just trying. Oh, to put I, I'm his best more foot comfortable forward. with older brothers, by the way. Okay, but go, go ahead. older brothers. He's just trying to put his best foot forward. Try to listen to the advice that you gave him going to the date and advice that people on Twitter. So what, and what was in so the folder? Him. Like you, right. you, you showed it to me on Sunday, but I, I just I they refresh my memory. All right, so it had uh, tax returns. So it's uh, 
it's no, what's his social security it, it's, number? It's social security <laughs> number. Uh, he gave me the email for his accountant, so I have not yet reached out. So I probably should do that. Uh, double check of some. No, wait. Things. Listen, Emily, you have a lot of things to worry about. Let Travis take care. Let him and I take care of the accountant <laughs> yes, because yes. We'll do the there's some. There, what I'd hate for you to be is just kind of in the middle of this. Let us, we, we're going to take away any emotion that goes into mm. it. And we're just, it's all business for <laughs> Travis and I. Right. Uh, he also had his next couple of years goals, which is a nice thing to see laid out. Um, you know, buy a house in Orange County, which is, you know, good for him. He has, uh, you know, he wants to monetize his YouTube channel. And it's his, his uh, you know, side side gig. That okay, he hold on. I, I don't mean to interrupt, but now I have I have a lot of thoughts. Go to the YouTube channel. What, what yeah. are we talking about here? What's on his YouTube channel? Channel. Let's so, get into this a little bit. <laughs> this is something that uh, I was going to kind of bring up as a. We're helping him promote it too. So yeah, this is good. sure. Yeah. It is. Um, it was not the greenest of flags for me, but it's okay. <laughs> it, it was about. Um, uh, it was about cars. So he has a car. Cars like channel. automobiles. Yes. Okay. You know, cars, automobiles. Not YouTube not channel. the Pixar movie. Not the Pixar movie. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, talking about cars, which right. is a fine thing to do, but is not the greenest okay. of flags for me as yeah, a woman. Yeah, I get it. That, like, you're not like yes. Mario Andretti's biggest fan or something, but right. I, cars okay, are so a pretty normal thing guys for guys too, to be interested guys in. Guys that are too into cars, though, can kind of be a type of guy. So that's where I kind of, you know. Okay, so here's a question. I got a quick question on the YouTube channel and the cars. Yeah. Is it a hobby of his? Is this just something that he yeah. likes, he hobby, enjoys? Hobby, side gigs. Okay. Side gig is his interest. So, can, I, you know, can, I, can I say this, even though you said it wasn't the greatest feature of his? Uh, it's good to have hobbies. It's exactly. good to have something you're passionate about. And if you're going out of your way to create a channel, maybe there's some content. Are there other people in the community that also care about cars than me? That's right. I, I'm okay with that. I think that's actually a good thing. That's why I say it's not a super red flag. It's a, it's not the greenest of flags, but not a red <laughs> that's flag. That's a great line, by the way. <laughs> um, he you know he also had uh, that he's going to keep his bed bed frame and that he is improving his teeth. Another thing, he has braces, which I'm not going to get on him for. You know, it's he's taking care of himself. Yeah, that's he all right. Is, he has enough money that he can do it. It's Good just, you know, sometimes you can't get it when you're in middle school, but I'm, I'm, it's okay. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Connor right now. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not hearing anything I don't like right. so far. Yeah, kind of yes. a fan of Connor. You know? He also included um, his facts about himself, facts about Connor. Okay. He has never cheated on anybody, uh, which is good, a good thing. Good character. Never paid interest on a credit card debt. Uh, very close with his family. Never had a DUI and never Normal. been arrested. <laughs> no, wait, hold on a second. <laughs> never had a DUI. Never been arrested. Were those the last two? Right. Maybe he's not so, not fun enough. I, I, I okay. Once someone's been arrested. I, I don't know. Like again, it's been a minute since I've been in that game. But are yeah. we talking a criminal history? Like from the jump? I mean, sometimes hey. people make mistakes. Sometimes people have a, a really bad night and things happen. You prefer that they don't. But uh, I, I don't. Are we doing like a, a background check on the first date, Al? Is that something that happens now? Well, I, I just uh, I think he's being open and honest, and uh, the fact that he has I don't know I kind of wish you know he was in the slammer for a couple hours. You know what I mean? Like that would have <laughs> yeah. been uh, hardened him up. Story. Just a quick one, you know, something that happened. It was uh, he was 21 years old, and maybe I'm trying to just pretend like uh, I have a story like that, and I don't. You looked so at I, me wrong. Yep, I had it. no choice. That was <laughs> I, I, you know, he left me no choice. I, what would you have little, done? Little what spice, would you have done in that situation? <laughs> no, no, I get it, Connor. Connor, I get it, bro. It's my fault. So I want to yeah. I want to go back to the YouTube channel thing that was and Emily, this is maybe my favorite thing you've ever said. Not the greenest of flags. Here's something very important, and take it for what it's worth. I've been married almost 25 years. Mm -hmm. When you're in a, a healthy relationship, 
You need your own thing. You need a mm-hmm. couple of things that are just yours, that, that yeah. your wife or husband mm-hmm. have no interest in. That mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it's something you spend 90% of your time on, but we need a couple of things that are just mine, that I'm going to go over here. Actually I, healthy. For instance, That's healthy. My, my wife doesn't give a damn about golf. Doesn't care mm-hmm. at all, right? Mm-hmm. I like to go play golf with my friends every once in a while, and it's good. It's a few hours away to go do your thing. She has her thing. She likes to go to CrossFit, which you'd have to pull a gun and a team of horses to get me to go do. I'm not doing that. She likes to go do that. It's good. So I would not let the car YouTube channel deter you from maybe considering, you know, seeing Connor again. I, no, I'm he- Team Connor. I'm not going to lie. Okay, how, yes. how long? So you guys you guys met at 1.30, right? Mm-hmm. 1.30. Oh, good question. What time did he get there? Uh, he got there before me, which is great. When did you get there? I got there like five minutes before. Okay. So okay. I, I, I parked really close and I was mm-hmm. there five minutes before. I texted him and he was already there, which is great. I already had okay. a, a place outside, which is good. How um, long was the coffee, the, the whole interaction? What, at what point did you guys say, okay, awesome, great to meet you, and then part ways? About an hour and a half. So we were there okay. for about an hour and a half. Healthy chatting. amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he he bought my coffee. It was nice. We we you know chatted. Was outside. there a? Do you want to go grab a bite to eat? What are you doing tonight? Was there any attempt to extend the afternoon? Slow down, Trev. There Jeez. is, curious. and we can talk about it uh, after the break. <laughs> All right, All we'll right. look at the Emily's doing the teasing now. I like this. This is good. We can talk about. I look. If it's going well, I'm not going to be the guy that's going to drop it short and like. I, I let's see. Let's go grab. A, let's go grab a sandwich. Let's see what else is coming on. Let's see. Does it matter what he ordered? Does thing. it matter what his coffee was? Oh, it, it does. It absolutely. It, every like, time you, have, you like, open six your mouth pumps, and order uh, sugar. <laughs> yeah, I'm going <laughs> to judge you. The... I, I'm going to judge your coffee order, your sandwich order, your wine <laughs> selection. Awesome. Yep. I'm going to judge absolutely all of it. More on Emily's date. Plus, Al, not in the dating world, but in the sports world. When do you know it's time to go? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. So let's get to the important things, Thanks, Matt. Emily. Appreciate it, Matt. Thanks for throwing it back in there. <laughs> what are you talking about? That was just Matt Stafford. He just, you know. Let everybody oh, know that Matt Travis I, and Sleeve Matthew. Show. Have you not listened to Kelly say that she prefers Matthew? She she doesn't like when people call him Matt. But call Kelly him should know. Kelly should know 
when you're close friends with Matt, that's the, like his, his wife internal friends. Knows his preference. I know that. I know. <laughs> but his internal friends, you know, his close his really friends. close people. You know, not not casual acquaintances like his wife. You know, the people that really know him. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's good. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Uh, let, let's go back to Connor for a second here, Emily. First of what all, can I just say Mason has full approval of Connor as well. Yeah. He's Team Connor. We all are. Uh, he's, uh, he's excited about uh, the way he kind of came off on that first date. So, you got listen, you got some Connor fans here on, on 710 ESPN just what, saying that. So, that kind of brings me to what I want to talk about. Which is, let's talk about Connor's level of enthusiasm for Travis and Sliwa. Was Is he a casual listener? Is he a P1, as we like to say at the radio business, Emily? Like, We're his what? sixth favorite show <laughs> yeah, on, on the, the station. station. Right. On the station. <laughs> he's, a he's a dedicated listener. He usually okay. listens on his lunch break, but then he can listen back to the podcast uh, at different hours. When I'm not, not hearing not anything working. I don't like. Yeah, I, I'm, not I, I'm not hearing anything I don't like. So let's just let's cut to it. A, was he did did you did he ask to go to lunch or something like that? And will there be a a second date? So uh, the funny thing is, we're gonna leave. We were at the coffee place, and apparently the coffee place did not have a bathroom. So he, <laughs> that's, that's like a, that's, that's right. a bad <laughs> coffee. Off, and no bathroom. Coffee place. That's a bad deal. It was like inside the salon. It was a weird coffee place. Regardless, there was no bathroom there. Get so a haircut, get quick, a perm, espresso. get a perm and uh, <laughs> green tea. Right. So uh, it was around the hour and a half mark and he had to go to the bathroom. So I was like, oh, yeah, like maybe let's just go to another bar. The game was on, the Titans-Bengals game. So like, we can go to another bar, we can watch the game, continue conversation. And so then we... Did you do that? <laughs> well, <laughs> kind of. So we uh, walked down the street and... He was like, I just feel like I have to go to the bathroom. So we went into a restaurant that he wasn't going to go into because it was not a bar. It was like a brunch restaurant. And we weren't going to sit and have brunch. So we went in. I waited outside, went to the bathroom. When he came out, I was like, oh, hey, so like, do you want to go to lunch? And then he was like, well, I actually have lunch plans with my sister. But if you want to hang around here, I can meet you after. But this is in Costa Mesa. Like, I yeah, had you're plans away from that evening. So like, I couldn't like just chill out for like two hours okay i'm so, i'm gonna, I'm gonna put this out there for a second so if i'm if i'm reading this correctly you suggested to him do you want to go grab a bite he said i already have plans yes. with my sister i can't yes so this this seems like indicators are that both of you would like to go do something for a second time what are, are we going to do this or not i will yes <laughs> right. i think that it's more of a Yes, and maybe closer to my home base. Well, sure, no, that's fair. I, I'm not going to drive another hour to go. No, 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 that that is that. entirely fair. Like you went down his way, Al, and that works. Should come, Very simple. Should come back up that way. You've been in a relationship where you know you don't live in the you know exact neighborhood. You kind of ping pong it back and forth. That's the way that it works. I, I'm I'm not hearing anything from Connor that's like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Well, I'm feeling I, good the main about thing it. though is that. The things that I really care about, which is, I mean, obviously sports, I love my job, all that stuff, but I really care about movies and television, and I love to talk about it, and he does not watch anything that I watch at all. Like, I was putting on all these things, nothing came up, and so the, the conversation went dry at one point, felt like a little bit more friendshipy, but like you said earlier, different interests is okay. I'm okay with this, Al. I, I'm. I'm not here. I think. I think you guys. And obviously, this is your. I, I think you should 
give it a, a, another chance. I think that they okay. go on a second date, Al. I agree with you, Emily, that it's more where you live up here in L.A., but uh, I, I'm seeing nothing now that makes me think. You know what? Maybe we should we should see what was the other guy, Dave. See what Dave is up to. I think I think Dave Connor Connor gets another. Episode. Yeah, you're good. Don't worry about Dave. Uh, that one's over. And uh, yeah, I, I'll just say this on the Connor thing. Yeah, you're right. Uh, kind of do it again. And by the way, if it's uh, if it's a little friend zone action, it is what it is. It's all good. Like I that's kind of the that's part of the that's part of the mix of going out and dating people and seeing if something fit, something but, works right, or listeners not. Listeners, call in see if I, I was just going to say. Date, let's see what uh, what they think because they they were they were all team Connor the first time as well. So we'll see how that goes down. ESPN Radio brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. So was that the end of Tom? Did was Tom Brady's final game that? Because what a weird way to end. He gets sacked, a strip sack, and a fumble, an interception. He, he's unable to pull off the, another miraculous comeback. The team that was way ahead comes all the way back. It, just everything about that, that's not the worst ending in the world, Al. I, I get it that we'd all like to win the Super Bowl or the World Series and walk off and say peace out, but that would not be the worst way to end it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I think there's certain quarterbacks that you know, or, or just certain players. They still got something to prove. Oh, let me just get one more. If Tom like Tom Brady could have hung it up four years ago, and you'd be like, okay, yep, that's probably the greatest quarterback I've ever seen in my life. Now, in those last four years, he's also accomplished uh, just added another you know, more to his career. resume. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, I, I don't. I, I think this. It's going to be interesting of what he eventually decides. I know a lot of it. You know, just from reading from it, is going to be family based. But this dude was in MVP chatter again. Um, what he throw for over five thousand yards, had forty plus touchdowns. I mean, that that's the only hesitation I would have of calling it quits. You're still elite. You still you're still so good at this age. He's doing something that we've never seen before. It's kind of similar with LeBron. Imagine if LeBron right now, the numbers that he has, let's say this season doesn't go as planned and Anthony Davis comes back and the impact isn't there. And just look, the offseason was awful. Russ didn't work, all that stuff. LeBron's still having an MVP yeah. caliber season. And for LeBron to just to kind of decide, I know it's not going to happen. He's got another year on his contract, blah, blah, blah. But it's the equivalent of that. When you're playing at that level, is that how you want to stop? Like, and and some players have. You know, you can look at John Elway. You can look at other players that have stopped when they were at their best. Jordan, I know the first time, but then he came back. I would think that if you're still that good, you're going to ride this thing out until it's over. And I'm not saying you become the worst player where you decide to hang it up. But damn, Tom Brady is. You you go put a put a. Uh, a list together of best quarterbacks in the NFL, you're not going to get very far before you pick Tom Brady. No, he's still at the very top of his game. All right, so you mentioned LeBron there a second ago. Coming up at about, oh, say, 10.55 or so, this is kind of their last gasp on this season, and it starts tonight in Brooklyn. But coming up next, hey, did you see? It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I love it. I can't get enough stepbrothers in my life. Taylor, what do you got for us? 
Did you see Anthony Davis is set to return to the Lakers tonight versus Brooklyn? Yeah, boy. So a lot of stars with an injury-riddled past have had difficulty returning to their original form when they come back. The question for you is, if you could give any injury-free career to any player from any sport, past or present, who would it be? It's a good question. We, we talked about him very briefly the other day, and I, it's a little bit before my time, but I have seen little, you know, film here and there, a couple of TV broadcasts that survived from the era. For me, you know, I'm going to go back to my Dodger roots, Sandy Koufax. That, that Co- Koufax had an injury that if it happened, you know, even never mind if it happens in 2020, but even if that thing happens in like n- the 1990s or maybe even the late 1980s, he probably misses a little bit of time and he comes right back and he gives you how many more seasons, maybe another decade worth of off the charts Dodger baseball. I, I think for me, Al, that one jumps right to the front. It's just Koufax and the arm trouble. So I'm going to probably lean NBA on this one, and a couple guys come into mind, all right? I was always – Grant Hill always oh, had one. injuries. Great Always one. had injuries, and the dude was a fantastic player, but you only remember his injuries. Do you remember how good Derrick Rose was that sure. MVP season, some of the highlights that he had? You mean and, one of those other seasons that LeBron should have won the MVP where they gave it to someone else that season? Of course. Season? Yeah, that, that's <laughs> – let, let's stop with the whole most valuable player thing. Right, Derek. Derek Rose is another one. Every every time Michael and I do pregame show and we talk about, let's use Ja Morant as an example, right? And he kind of has a Derek Rose style of play. He's vicious when he's out on the court, um, and, and he says that's one of the things that concerns him about a guy like Ja Morant. Players like that that play that style, you worry. Hey, is this guy going to get injured? Um, and I, I that's why I kind of put Derek Rose there. I don't know if, like, I'm trying to think here if there's anybody else that just comes right out, right off. Uh, let me let me throw this in there. Let, what about mm-hmm. the way that Taylor set it up? Is is Anthony Davis verging on one of those guys because he's had a, nothing catastrophic, knocking yeah. on wood right now, but he's had a lot of bumps and bruises. He's had a lot of stuff that's caused him to miss maybe not a ton of time, but a lot of time. Is he one of those guys? I don't think so. I don't think he's one of those players. And by the way, you know, we'll find out how the rest of his career goes because yeah, if true. it goes how it's gone over the last, let's say, couple of years where you're playing half a season or you're missing significant time, then it's probably a different conversation. Yeah, th- th- let's just say this is the half point, right? If the second half's the same as the first half, I think he definitely is. Bo Jackson, Taylor. anyone? Oh, great one. Yeah. Great one. Bo, Bo Jackson – Nearly had his leg ripped out of its socket. That, that's how bad that injury. He, he, this is how good of an athlete Bo Jackson was. Bo Jackson played in Major League Baseball on one leg. He couldn't, he couldn't run anymore. He literally couldn't run. And I'll just play a, a, another handful of seasons in Major League Baseball. Ridiculous. That, that, that probably is the best answer, Taylor. Well done. Thank you. Did you see that it's National Plan for Vacation Day? So the question is, is planning for a vacation a hassle for you, or do you actually enjoy the process? Al, you're you know, the traveler. Well, here's what's funny. I, I don't know what it is, too. It's like there is this, well, where are we going to go? Okay, and where are we going to stay? And what are the dates that we're actually going to leave? And then, like, you you know, you start you, – it gives you a marker here, something to look forward to. Like, there's nothing more motivating knowing that, hey, in a month we are leaving to A or B or whatever the case is. I'm a I'm a fan of it. Now there's it's hectic too, you know, especially if you're going to go international. I don't know these hotels. I don't know what the hell's going on. That's kind of the excitement of it as well. So, it doesn't even have to be a big trip. 
if I just decided I'm going two days up to I'm going to Arizona or I'm going to Vegas or you're going to whatever it is, Santa Barbara for a couple of days. Even small trips like that, I think, are fantastic. So I'm, I'm actually a big fan of that. I think it, Plan- it adds a lot of anticipation. Yeah, there it is. That, that's the word right there. It's the anticipation of, hey, where do you want to stay? When do you want to go? How long do you want to be there? Do you want to bounce around from one spot to the next? Do you want to spend the whole time in one spot? Do you want to have a really active trip? Or do you just kind of want to veg out and eat and lay on the beach and stare at the lake or whatever, wherever it is that you might end up going? That's nearly as fun as the whole thing. It's, it, it, this is an interesting question because – like I mentioned a minute ago, I'm coming up on kind of one of those landmark anniversaries, right? 20, it'll be my 25th anniversary this September. And Susan and I have been talking a lot about what we're going Where to we're do. all going, we're, right? Right. <laughs> Where yes. would we like to go? And we're not like huge travel people, but we're thinking about doing something much, you know, out of the comfort zone. Go see awesome. something you've never seen before. Yep. You know, we're talking Spain. We're talking Greece. We're talking about things that we've never done before. So anybody that wants to hit me up on where to go or more, perhaps Nevada. more important, where not to go. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Reno is gorgeous in the middle of the summer. Gonna, gonna Babe, head on up it's there. either Rome, Madrid, <laughs> or Reno. Which, what are you thinking here? Silver Springs Casino. They got a great two for one at the buffet. What do you think? Twenty five years together. Let's go big. Uh, we could do. We could do Rome another time. We could <laughs> we'll do spend Rome it. Another we'll, time. We'll, we'll we'll drive up to the uh, casinos and and spend a couple of days. I don't want to go to Vegas. A little too crowded. We'll uh, we'll we'll do Reno. Maybe we do Laughlin. We'll shoot on out to the river for a couple of nights. That uh, that's something she would love. I'm glad I could help. Glad I could help <laughs> Thank you guys. You. Very very useful. How about Buffalo? <laughs> yeah, I, I've been to Buffalo. I think I'll pass. Okay. I'm, I'm good on Buffalo. Well, a bunch of Bills fans waited in the freezing cold at the Buffalo airport until 3 a.m. to welcome their team home after the loss to KC. Oh, so, my gosh, after the loss. Has there ever been a time that you've showed this level of extreme devotion to a sports team, band, or celebrity? Well, let me let me start with this. I don't think that the Buffalo Bills fans are having a discussion about whether or not they should sell their tickets to the visiting team. No, that's not I, happening. I, I don't think that that's They're more been... concerned about 13 seconds. That's <laughs> right. what they're more concerned about. Yeah. Uh, the, the, no. No. And the answer is no. I, I, I am Look, I don't like to go to the airport when I have to go somewhere. Okay, I, I don't like going and dealing with everything that the airport entails when I'm going on a trip that I'm looking forward to. I got watching one. my favorite. Like as much as I like the Dodgers, I don't need to see Justin Turner walk off an airplane staircase. I'm good. Okay, uh, this I'll, is, I'll go to the games. I'll watch. I'm not doing that. This is the one. I actually have two of them here. Two. Of them. All right. Um, you know when the Lakers won their first championship against the Nets. If you remember that, that was Nets, uh-huh. right? No, no, no. Pacers were the was the first one. Okay, and I'm already forgetting. I'm already, I'm already. <laughs> one I think of it was the Pacers Laker championships. First. <laughs> one of the Laker championships. They opened up Staples Center for one of the road games they were having in Jersey. Okay. So they open up Staples Center, and you can whatever it was like ten bucks to come in or something like that, and watch it on the jumbotron. That's right? different. Watch on, watch on the jumbotron, and everybody kind of hangs out. So uh, so came up with a group of friends. A group, my sister was there too. I think there's five or six of us, something like that. And we came up and we did that. And we watched the game. There's one that I kind of put but as th- well. That's I'm, a totally different deal for me, Al, because you're you're watching the game with people that are super excited about it with mm-hmm. you, right? Like in the, you don't know what's going to happen. They might win and it's a party. They might lose and you're bummed out. But there's anticipation of the unknown at that point. You're not just watching guys collect their luggage. So the, the only reason why I put it up there is because – 
it's not like I'm living in El Segundo or I was living in Culver City. I was driving yeah. up from San Diego. I, I you know, it was it was you, you made it a event or a day. Came up 2009 after they won the uh, championship in Orlando, and they did at USC. If you remember at the Coliseum, they did the uh, uh, the parade there, and it ended at at uh, at the Coliseum. Uh-huh. And listen. Those are the only reason why I even put those in there is because you're getting you're driving up two two and a half hours or something along those lines to do it. Was I sitting at the uh, airport at LAX while they were coming out? No, I wasn't doing that. Does Stephon Diggs have a Samsonite? That's amazing. Look at that. Stephon Diggs is carrying his own bag. Amazing. Go Bills. Sorry, I, I'm I, I like sports. I like my teams. I'm not doing that. You 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 guys go to the airport. I'm going to stay right here. All right. Um, speaking of the Lakers here and Anthony Davis and his return, is this it? Is this it? Is this the last gasp of this Laker team, and does it start tonight in Brooklyn? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.